Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. Show. A show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interests in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how is your host, is your host Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. Welcome to this special edition of the show. First, I, you know, you've heard me talk on, if you've heard me talk on any of my social channels and even this podcast, you've heard me mention how being part of a mastermind has completely changed my business. Not only in holding me accountable and stretching me, but also some incredible doors and opportunities really have been opened. Well, I'm very excited to announce that I'm partnering with Anthony Witt's Champion Mastermind to start a group of my own. We are limiting to just 10 people with that growth mindset. Now, not everybody will be accepted and there is an application process because we really do want this to help take your business to the next level and really do want people with that growth mindset. So if you're interested, head on over to manlypinteresttips.com forward slash mastermind to apply. Like I said, there's only 10 spots left and I have a feeling they're going to fill up fast. That's manlypinteresttips.com forward slash mastermind. Well, first, I want to apologize to you, the listener, for not publishing this podcast for a bit. Things have been a little crazy here at Manly Pinterest Tips uh, Central. My son, on his senior year in football, on his very first game, tore his ACL. Now, I'm blessed that my schedule is such that I can be flexible so I can take him to doctor's appointments and physical therapy while his mom is teaching. But some of my projects have taken a hit, and this podcast has been one of them. Family first, always. But other than the disappointment of not playing football again this year, my son is doing fine. And we're back on trap, uh, back on track with the podcast coming on a regular basis. In fact, as of this recording, I am packed and ready to go out the door to head to Tennessee for Jeff Goins Tribe Conference. I've never been before, and I'm really excited. And some of my favorite people are going to be there, like Cliff Ravenscraft, John Acuff, Ray Edwards, and Dan Miller. Oh, and I'm actually meeting the guys uh, from my mastermind there as well. So I'll be sure to get some valuable info that I'm going to be chomping at the bit to share with you. And I've already got my my friend Eric Fisher from Beyond the To-Do List podcast. He's scheduled to come on and help me talk through and talk about all the takeaways that I'm sure we are going to get at the conference. So stay tuned. So on today's show, I want to talk about a question that I received from a forum, um, and it's how to be creative consistently. And I'm constantly fascinated with the subject of creativity and creativity hacks. So I wanted to share what I've learned and some of the things that I found that really helped me on today's show. So here are five things that I found that have helped me be creative consistently. So the first thing is, number one, do 
a mind dump. Now, that sounds kind of weird, but one of the biggest things that I have had a problem with is what I call squirrel syndrome. You know, you remember that dog from Pixar who would be talking and then randomly be distracted? Yeah, that happens to me uh, quite a bit. You could also call it shiny object syndrome and because I get distracted by, you know, new tools or new notifications. So any no- shiny new notification or distracted that the breeze blows your way, that's what squirrel syndrome or shiny object syndrome is. So I can be working on creating a new awesome Pinterest graphic for a client and then all of a sudden I get an idea for a Facebook Live that I want to do or that I need to figure out what to cook for dinner or why is the toilet running? I thought I fixed that or you can see where I'm going with this. So I found that if when I get distracted is I just dump it to a document that I can track. Now, I do this in a couple different ways and that I found works for me. Uh, your mileage may vary. You know, if it's a blog or a show idea, I have a file that I dump that into in Evernote. And Evernote is, a, is great for me because I can caption, I, capture ideas anywhere even waiting in line at the store or waiting to pick up my kids. If it is a specific task, like pay the water bill or return a call or something you know that I need to do for a project, I use an app called Todoist. And which that allows me to capture tasks and also it lets me do that wherever I am at. So that's a very, very handy tool. What this does is allows me to get it out of my mind and not stress that I've forgotten something later. And and if I'm in a creative flow state, it doesn't distract me for a long period of time. I just jot it down quickly and I'm back to being creative on whatever project I'm working on. This is also a great process for when you need to be creative later. Let's say you're watching a movie or taking a walk and you get get a flash of inspiration. Train yourself to stop and capture that idea. Sure, you may look at it later and it may and you may think, well, that's stupid, but that idea may spur other ideas and on and on and on. I have a place just for ideas. You know, it may just be a blog title. It may be a joke or a story. It may be more than that. It, it may be even a brief outline that I've had time to jot down. But capture that and go look at those later when you may need some creative inspiration. And my advice is, don't delete anything. Even those silly thoughts may provide just the spark that you need later for another idea. So my number two takeaway on how to be creative consistently is, don't kill yourself by the slow death of comparison. So nothing will suck the light, the life out of your creativity faster than looking at someone else's work and comparing yourself to it. Now, I love the way John Acuff and Chris Brogan write, but when I sit down and try to write my blogs or emails like they do, I'll just end up crying in my coffee. We need to continue to develop our own voice and our own art. Now, it's okay to be inspired by people, but the two big rules that I try to to always remember is don't copy and don't compare. There are some incredible graphic artists out there who are light years beyond what I can do but I can't let that stop me from creating graphics. They were once where I was. Everybody is on a different point in their journey. The big thing is progress, not perfection. Now, that being said, there does have to be a standard. If you're just getting started and you can only create very simple graphics using Microsoft Paint, you probably aren't going to be able to charge much for your services. But if you are working on becoming better and looking to others for inspiration and developing your craft, then you are on your way to cheating the death of comparison. 
Now, the third way I found to help me be creative consistently is to schedule downtime. Yeah, scheduling downtime, and this is a big thing for me. I've recently been using Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner, and he has a great system for creating daily big threes and task lists, and that has really helped. But the biggest help is that he actually has a weekend optimizer. Now, you actually list on how much rest you want to get. If you take naps, uh, you, 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 if you want to take naps, if you want to reflect on things, what relationships to prioritize, rules to guide out weekend time, and even what restaurants you want to try. And I have found that being very deliberate in my downtime has really jump-started my creativity. Now, I know what some of you are saying, but Jeff, I have to work a lot on the weekend just to catch up. You know, some of you may have a full-time job and the weekend is where you are trying to do a side hustle so someday you can quit your job and do what you want. I get that. I have been there. The key is how to add some margin in your life so you're not burning yourself out and you can work on those creative projects. So how in the world do you build margin? And this is something I think we're all going to be working on all the time. But here's some things. I've wrestled with this for many years and here's what I have found. And and this has just happened to me recently. And some of the some of you, this may be hard for some of you to hear. Kill the TV. Listen, I love TV. Netflix is one of the best things ever. I think some of my storytelling and speaking skills comes from when I was younger and watching and studying performers and actors on TV over the years. But here's the thing. There is so much of it now. When I was younger, if you missed Knight Rider or the A-Team, that was it. You had to wait for your buddy to tell you what happened on the playground. Now we have all these must-see shows. Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, House of Cards, etc., etc. The fear of missing out is huge right now for television content, for shows. We've got to learn to let it go. Uh, It's a huge time suck. I actually tell my friend Eric Fisher that I'll watch these shows when I retire. Because I just, it is a huge time suck. So do me a favor, and here's an app that I use. It's it's called the Toggle app, and it's spelled T-O-G-G-L, and it's for desktop, or you can get it for your phone. And I want you to see where your time is going. If you're a lot uh, a lot like today's most of today's society, a ton, a ton of time is going to that old TV. Add that up in a week, and see if you cut back on the TV how much time you would have. But Jeff, you say, that's how I relax after work. Listen, I feel you. I do the same sometimes. I did the same. But now I try just to watch one thing with the wife and then read a book and go to bed early. And I tell you, it has made a huge difference in my creativity. So do that. Track your time for a week. See how much time you're you're wasting for TV. And then use that margin to schedule more rest. The fourth way to be consistent creative to be creative consistently is to set some creative goals. So what does exactly that mean? Well, sometimes for me it has meant that just because things have been hectic, I will just try to create one piece of content a week. No matter what happens, that's the goal that I have. Now here's a little side rant. I'm cons- I'm constantly surprised on how much we as a culture consume content. What if we created more than we consumed? What is your ratio of consumption versus creation? And that's just some food for thought. So, so the, the content that I try to create for a week that, you know, that could be a blog post, a live video, something that moves the needle for me forward. So what is that for you? Make a creative goal and write it down and then 
you put it on a post-it note on your computer or write it in your journal. Don't be afraid, though, to adjust those goals for your season in life. Just like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I had had to adjust things because of my son's injury. The key is to check those goals regularly and then make adjustments as needed. If you're getting stressed out because you said you'd write every day on your novel and it's doing more harm than good, don't just quit that goal. Adjust it to maybe three or two times a week to make it manageable, but still move the needle on forward progress. If you want a great resource on making progress, make sure to check out John Acuff's book, Finish. It just came out, but it has some great tips on setting goals and, well, actually finishing them. The fifth way uh, to be creative consistently, I'll get that word right uh, one of these days, and, you know, it kind of ties into the third tip about downtime, is to do something completely different. And if you followed me on Instagram, you've probably noticed this. You're like, what is he doing? Well, I've started wood carving. Am I spectacular? No. There's a huge amount of room for improvement, but I'm loving it. And I try to carve at least 20 to 30 minutes a day. And this is some of the margin time that I mentioned that can happen when you cut out some of your TV. Uh, So I'm not an incredible wood carver, but I'm getting better. And I found that it helps everything from relieving stress, helping me sleep better, to helping me even be more creative for my other clients and projects. My process is that sometimes, you know, I listen to music while I carve. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I carve in silence. But I keep a pad of paper on my carving station. And so far, there hasn't been a single time that I've been carving where I haven't had a creative idea. Think about that. That is just incredible to me. So I think that focusing on another creative type of project really helps my subconscious connect other ideas. And I've heard the same thing from friends who paint, draw, or do other kind of creative type projects with their hands. At one incredible illustrator I know, he, do, he does knitting. He finds that some of his most con- creative ideas comes from when he's in his knitting sessions. So give it a try. If you don't have another type of creative outlet, now is the perfect time to start. Find something that you have always wanted to do and try it. Uh, see if it helps boost your creativity. It's probably one of the biggest ways recently that I have boosted mine. So those are some five ways I hope can help you be more creative consistently. So, you know, I'd be remiss not to mention again, another great way to help your creativity is collaboration. And a great way to facilitate that is to join a mastermind. It really, really has helped me. And in fact, you're going to join one that I'm running by visiting mainlypinteresttips.com forward slash mastermind. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. You know, I would love it if you would drop me a line and tell me what you have used to help boost your creativity. You can reach me at jeff at mainlypinteresttips.com. And I would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.